Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus. This is Liz, but you may know me better as Ohiana. This Dungeons & Dragons podcast may contain fantasy violence, language, and adult themes. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Now, if there's nothing else, Liz, I'd like to get on with things. Because it looks like you've already warmed yourself up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus, the most unprofessional DD podcast you will ever hear. I, of course, am your DM, Calvin Piper, and these fools play DD with me for some reason. Let's go ahead and introduce themselves, starting with me. One of the clients. Hi, uh, I'm the other Will. I play Aramur, the Leonin Blood Hunter. <laughs> I am Michelle Piper, and I play Kenneth Quinn, the Root and Tootin Human Ranger. My name's Cliff, and I'm usually Will. <laughs> uh, this is Drew, and I play Zeph. <laughs> I'm Liz, I play Ohiana the Tiefling Bard. Hello, my name's Preston, and I play Lucius Kane. Oh, I didn't hear that whistle. <laughs> uh, uh, Asimar Warlock. I'm back. <laughs> my name is Matt, but... Uh, I play TBD, the male variant human monk level 5. Yes, thank you, and welcome back, uh, Matt. So, I have nothing of note to say other than uh, we should probably go ahead and jump into tonight's episode, episode 26 of the Godscar Chronicles. Whoa! <laughs> So the last time we were here, our adventurers had uncovered quite the backstory uh, for Glyph and Zeph. After rescuing an old companion of theirs, uh, a draconian named Balefire, the party uh, learned that the story they had been told, well, the two draconians, the story they had been told was not true. They indeed had been uh, built by Emeraldi to be used by the Union and Emeraldi for one reason or another sent them away and the story they were told the 
massacre at a mining camp, the failure of their uh, duties was all a cover-up by something or someone. And with that knowledge and Bellfire's encouragement, the party, well, the Draconians decided that they needed to retrace their steps and go back to where it all began to see if they could learn the truth about what was going on. So they spoke to their uh, patron, Galen Tolliver, and secured passage to uh, the last portion of civilization in the Brasslands before hitting the continent of Krakodar, the city known as Matal. Uh, on the way there, on the uh, freight ship that they, airship that they took, the party was accosted by a rather large bird. A rock, not a giant boulder. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's not dry. A, <laughs> I thought uh, the bird dropped a boulder. No, he's going to devour. Common mistake. Common mistake. Um, <laughs> but the bird attacked the ship, and the party was successful in removing uh, the danger and making their way to uh, Matal in one piece to continue searching for a city that has been lost to time. And that is where we find ourselves tonight. So, I have a question. Yes. Glyph had finished my uh, spellcasting focus. Correct. You said you would um, make it available to be in inventory. You know, I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at the smirk on his face. He Dude, we'll work it. on it. We'll work on. It. Do you just want to call it a plus one spellcasting focus for the mm-hmm. moment? Okay. Uh, plus one? Can it not be a plus two? Oh my oh, wow. God. We're, uh, we're gonna workshop you know, like cool um, magical it, effects for your plus one, but you go ahead and have your normal ass plus two. No, but I mean, it has black steel and. That is true. It was a crafted uh, nat 20. And made with love. It was a crafted nat 20. Yeah, I rolled a nat 20. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. we will say for now, uh, I was going to make you roll for it, but you have proven yourself. <laughs> your arguments are sound. Yeah, Liz your arguments are sound. She did. Both barrels tonight. I'm going to get what I want, Will. Oh, oh speaking, <laughs> speaking of recap stuff, there was a terrible, terrible dream that Ohiana had. Just want to leave that out there. And that's where we find ourselves. But yes, you have a plus two uh, okay, arcane focus. Yeah, screw bad some, dreams. You got a cool weapon. Yeah, but that's that is <laughs> lasting on your mind right now, hopefully. <clears throat> but that is where we find ourselves as the ship uh, docks in... Matal, and as you guys look out over the balcony to the city itself, what you can see is this massive fortress-like building made of stone and wood, uh, looking probably decades, if not centuries old. These uh, old rotting towers, kind of crumbling and, and falling down, but it does stand tall above the rest of the city. The other thing you notice is a mass of uh, canvas tent tops that stretch from the fortress out into the city itself, almost like these large kind of square and rectangle canvases that stretch out as like a roof, essentially, uh, across a majority of the city, all stemming from the fortress itself. So basically like this weird large awning that goes around it. Um, And the first thing that hits you as you see this site and see this kind of ramshackle Esque city is the smell. You're hit with the scent of pungent, like smoke and damp earth, and it just permeates the air around you. Um, although no signs of smoke anywhere that you can see. Uh, but as the ship docks, it's a whiskey distillery. Yes, there you go. You figured it Keep out. And smoke. Um, <laughs> uh, the as the ship docks. Uh, you can see there are a few other ships all positioned here, but there are dozens of carts that are all lined up near this uh, port. 
and you can see that there are workers, you know, hundreds of workers moving in throughout here, all of them carrying large containers or, or small barrels filled with a uh, dark gray material. And you can see they are they loading this material into onto ships or into these carts. Uh, and these are carts that you immediately recognize as something very unique as they're mostly fully made of metal. Uh, and each one is loaded carefully with this material, carefully documented, and you can see that as they're locked, actually one of them you can see on the dock itself is being loaded and accounted for, and as it closes, one gentleman walks up to it and begins to mutter something and move his hands in a certain motion, and you watch as this lock locks on the back of the cart, and this arcane room flashes, and then the wagon begins its uh, trail out, and you can see there's a long line of, like, uh, gosh, I lost the word. Uh, there's a long line of uh, wagons, wagons, but all but in different like oh, I was gonna say pattern, but that's not the word I'm thinking. Order formations. No, it's amalgamations. It's like every so often I'm trying to and I, and intermediately. I think that's intermittently. Intermittently, thank you. There's like an intermittent <laughs> like drove of there. wagons that go out like four or five each time, oh. and you see them and. It's a line that goes down the black road, which is the road that you guys followed here in the airship, but it seems like they're being transported in, and uh, if anybody inquired, uh, the captain of the ship would explain that uh, this is the hub for all of the deep iron that is harvested from Crocodar and brought to the Brasslands, and here it is carefully documented, examined, and then shipped to Mecha City, where it is then refined into its final form, which is uh, black steel. This isn't even my final form. Um, is that a Pokemon reference? <laughs> yes, yes it is. Love Pokemon. The card playing game. I don't even have the heart to. <laughs> no, it's fine. Just let it happen. Stands for um, have you seen monsters. that they have foil ones? What's that? <laughs> foil Pokemon. Okay, now you're just trying to be ignorant. Yeah, they do. You can sell them for so a lot of money too. Showing off. I didn't know. Um, but yeah, so that is. Uh, that is what you see as you immediately land in the city. Um, but the city is yours. The captain uh, thanks you all again for your help and bids you good luck on your adventure. But the city is yours. You can do whatever you want to do. What do we want to do? The city is ours. I mean, we, we take all the black iron and, and we're rich. No, uh, actually, none of it. Uh, I've forgotten why we're here. Well, you know, there's this whole, like, uh, Emeraldi may be alive. We need to find, like, the old lab. Got it. Yep. I'm like, back. The, the casket opens with a little note, and then I, I take the note, and, like, it says here, should talk to priest about Vic Fraun. Nailed it. All right. <laughs> Grabs the note, pulls it back. Yeah, yeah, takes the note back. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, Balefire's kind of like a incendiary time bomb, so the sooner mm. we can get him to, presumably, Emeraldi, the sooner he can kind of... No offense, mate, don't uh, be weird about this. Him. Fix him, you know. Not that you're broken, you're great. Uh, you know, plastic well, I, bag in the wind. Well, but I could explode it any minute. Exactly, so. that's kind of... Right, it's a liability. broken. Yes. Yeah. OP, some would say. But not, like, destroyed into little bits. No, 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 no. No, you can be, like, remade, you know. Yeah. yeah. But are you not curious whether you have any other surviving companions? Oh, for sure. I mean, I feel like Emeraldi would probably know. If Maybe you'll find them there. What's your heart song telling you? Oh, I'll make a check. Yeah, I'll make a heart song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a natural 19? Uh, What's his heart uh, song? Sorry, it's runic. 
No, I still hear it. Is something there? Drop it. Drop it. Nice drop. No, your heart song's not as good, buddy. I have a very hot. No, it's a plus eight. To heart song? What's the plus? Charisma. I rolled, I rolled a 13. Mm. What, what did you, my, what did you roll with? Uh, uh, I rolled a 15. My heart. Oh, okay. And minus two to charisma, though. But well, it's look, your heart song. Well, what it's your it? intimidation. Well, mine's my intimidation. Oh, my heart song? I don't know. Acrobatics, that thing. Is your heart song? It's whatever your passion is. So your passion is whatever you're Mine would probably be intelligence. Yeah. Because, uh, you know. Okay, so hey, yeah, that's make a 19. That argument. Yeah, let's continue to put benchmarks on this totally arbitrary check that we made. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just thinking into my heart song, I'd probably pull something like my measuring tools app. You know, like yeah. my pro You don't have to explain what it is. You can yeah. just say heart. Apparently, a heart song's a thing now, so we'll, yeah. we'll I move think that. And this is what I will use our heart song is like a care bear. Like a teletub. Like, yeah. like a, a symbol representing. Presenting our heart song lights up on our well, app. Mine's a TV screen. They don't have them. Yep. Not yet. It, no, my, mine is oh. a TV screen. And it just replay. It starts from wherever it left off of the recap of when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. So you guys are seeing shit from the Texans yeah. game when we were getting <laughs> Yeah, and, the, and, the, and, the, and then you tap in and it's like, his L, Cool J's, Mama's. I have a spell card called Heart Song. Mine's just the meanest face you've ever seen. Just a mean face. Oh, that's a mean mug. Yeah. Um. With a 19 heart song check, <laughs> uh, you can tell there are two other draconians uh, in your immediate vicinity. Um, Damn, but you, where there is a where are they? There is a faint there is a faint hope uh, that if other draconians were uh, sent away when Emeraldi transported them all, then they would be back uh, home. So. There's a hope there. Well, I mean, uh, it presents a difficult predicament because I mean, we had a name before and we were part of like an elite unit, and now we've got a, a unit that's yet to be determined if it's elite, doesn't have a name, but just is ambiguous. Yeah. Well, I think two things can exist at the same time perfectly fine. You just have to keep an open mind about it, and we can pursue. We can pursue the uh, resolution to this mystery of what happened to us with our new companions without any kind of conflict of interest. Like, one can actually help inform the other. Yeah, my heart song confirms, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My heart's hollering. Look, even, they're all growing heart songs. <laughs> I feel it. They're all growing heart I'd really appreciate it if everyone else could check their heart song and we could see <laughs> if it's legitimate. My heart song's very faint. Excuse me, those of us with emotional intelligence don't have to roll to check for our heart song. It just perpetually happens. They just, they yeah. just know what it is. They understand. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, when you... Oh, no. What happened? <laughs> he has no emotional intelligence. Did Tabini so roll in that one? Is it? No. All he knows is violence. That's what I'm talking about. Tabidi's wondering if his heart actually sings. (laughs) So, at any rate, it makes sense what you're feeling. That, you know, we we had our minds wiped, basically. And, you know, Bellfire, he had some bad stuff happen that's kind of hampered his ability to um, essentially find home. But who knows how many of them got away freely without any damage or, or complication and they would do what we're now doing which is go home regroup that's fair all right well i feel satisfied all right can i, can I make this where 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 are priests in this town 
I love it. I just love the innocence <laughs> of that question. What make, why don't we why don't we find a place to bed you know, bed down for the night and then explore? I hey, maybe evening. Uh, no, I mean, like, tonight we're going to want to bed down, right? Mm, yeah, it might, it uh, might be a good idea to put the fire, like, not in public. It is afternoon at this point, because it's a four-and-a-half-day travel uh, using the airship. So it is it, it's, it's about half day. Yeah, this is the, the you're at the back end of the day right now. You've got several hours before it will be night, so if you want to find a place and then continue to explore your mobile, we not rest since... Uh, no. Do we, do we need to? Wait, since the rock battle? Since yeah, we did. Battle? That yeah. was like day two. Yeah, 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 it was day two of the travel. You have two and a half days of... <laughs> I was <laughs> being a silly juice. Oh, Every yeah. time I close my eyes, I think of Reggie. <laughs> so I'm traumatized. Mm. Oh, the bird. Yep. Yeah, I named him Reggie for some fucking reason. <laughs> well, you stared at him for two days. You had a bond. I mean, and you yeah. didn't blink for two days. As you stared at this. Literally, I, his image is burned into your rib. Your heart's all is. Is now a burden. He literally is. It's like, you, you can't see every everything around him. You can just see him. That's all. Oh, my gosh. Is. You're like Raceland from Dragonlance. Yep. Ooh, it, yeah, his irises were uh, hourglasses. Yeah. Or his pupils were so hourglasses. So he saw yeah. the decay of everyone, even those who had prolonged lives. So like amazing. Amazing. So good. Not going to geek out. Except for his girlfriend, later wife. Who... Spoilies. If you haven't read Dragonlance yet, I highly recommend it. Not a sponsor. So, you guys are looking if for... If you're 13, you gotta read it. Is that a Pokemon you are, thing? If you are yeah. 13 or you feel like you're 15, yeah. you should go read uh, Dragonlance. So you guys are looking for a place to stay. Easy enough to do. Uh, after a quick uh, questioning around, you are immediately directed to the largest of the inns uh, to stay at, called the Silver Chair. Um, and as you approach... You can see what looks to be two large buildings, probably four stories tall, uh, setting uh, a bit away from the road, giving it a little bit of like a grass uh, courtyard appearance. And you can see these two buildings are connected by a large kind of bridge or balcony that maybe stretches about 40 or 50 feet across, which leaves this large dining area, open kind of uh, common area in the center of it, covered by the bridge and some foliage that grows from there. Uh, And there are uh, a lot of people you can see with these buildings probably can hold uh, a hundred or so individuals. And there looks to be about that many kind of milling in and throughout uh, here. Some look to be locals. You can see most locals all kind of have the same sooty appearance because most of the people here are working with the deep iron, transporting it, moving it, cutting it, loading it, offloading it. So everyone seems to kind of have a coal miner like sooty appearance. It's like West Virginia. Uh, do with that? It's like the entire state of West Virginia. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Okay, cool. Like um, 40 years ago. Now they just yeah. all have no teeth. And yeah, not, yeah, back then. I am Fun so fact, sorry about that, mm. listeners. That was If not you're from cool. West Virginia, Drew is... Apologize. They don't have the internet. I yet. love that beautiful state and its beautiful people. <laughs> and their beautiful teeth. Wow, Will. <laughs> I had to redirect the heat from you. You're too wholesome. <laughs> yeah, good Fair. Call. Um But you can see there are other individuals uh, that are, looks like they're staying here, uh, traveling merchants, people of uh, higher station. Uh, this town does not look like it has much travel other than the commerce, but from what you can see, it looks to be uh, a fairly busy establishment. Are we the only non-humanoids? Make a perception check for me, if you would be so kind. I think we're all humanoid. 
We are. Mm, I mean, two legs, legs. Uh, two like, arms, one head. Yes, but she's referring to the... Uh, are you talking about horns of scales? Yes. Yeah. She's looking for the non-exotic uh, variety. Like some boring variety. I mean, kind of guys kind of are. Sixteen? See, I was going to ask him, yes, like, <laughs> uh, over here they are, how 16. diverse is this group, but... Uh, you, I mean, for a group of individuals, you are probably the most diverse. No, group. the group at the at the in the town, like what she's at. Uh, yeah. So with the sixteen, you can see the majority of individuals here seem to be humanoid or humanoid adjacent. There does seem to be uh, a larger consistency of uh, orc or uh, hobgoblin nice. uh, humanoids and half orc, uh, obviously adjacent. Um, but most of them don't really give you a glance. A few of you draw some stares. Obviously, the Draconians, uh, they themselves, with their you know, bright colors and just, you know, non-human uh, cool. forms. I, they, are very, they are something to look at. Yeah. Um, the Tieflings get a glance, but not anything, <laughs> not anything out of the ordinary. Um, but still no signs of uh, anything predominantly elven. Uh, a few shorter individuals that look like they may have some dwarf blood in them, stockier, shorter people, uh, but no pure dwarves that you've seen. Are there uh, any gnomes? A few gnomes, I might, one or two. I might um, have a conversation with them. No, that's just going to be like a completely racist implication that they're going to be intelligent and be able to help me with that stuff. Never mind. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Hey, you're a gnome. You're probably good at stuff. Nope. It's possible. I'm not, not going to be that guy. Maybe you could keep an eye out for one that looks kind of tinkered. One that has like a pocket protector. One that looks uh-huh. like he's... Yeah. yeah. Um, and a gun. But yeah, predominantly humanoid, uh, n- not a lot of exotic... Uh, Individuals, so which uh, again is not common, not uncommon for the Brasslands. But uh, yeah, if, if you ever come across one, you won't have to roll perception. You will notice the first time you come across a uh, non-humanoid or a more exotic right. uh, creature. Hey, how do you guys feel about doing like some gambling when we get back to the silver chair? You know, it seems like this is the kind of rebel that would like to you know, left? throw around some. Probably not stuff. much, buddy. I have two hundred dollars left. Oh wow, you're rolling in. What it. does that translate to in gold? Is this a gambling instead? Oh yeah, sorry, two hundred gold. <laughs> the silver share? Yeah. Uh, you can ask if you. You can certainly uh, ask them if I you think want. we should yeah, ask it I if mean, it we, is a game. I was just making an inference based off the clientele. You know, usually like hobgoblins and all. money likes kind of, to spend money. But yeah, that's what I was going with. That wasn't. That wasn't that. Bad. Hobgoblins <laughs> likes to spend money. Yeah, I mean, they like to gamble and drink and stuff. There I go making assumptions again. That's on me, guys. I'll I mean, be better. I, no one had to say anything. Like, you caught yourself eventually. Yeah, this, I've caught myself twice, which means I've said it twice. Yeah, pulling potholes on her like a slot machine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he does look oh like my a slot gosh. machine. That would be awesome. <laughs> I keep pulling this thing's arm, but it keep, just keeps coming up with a dang cobalt. <laughs> it, it comes up with three, three fists, and he's like, choo, choo. <laughs> You lost everything. Okay, so... There's right. a bunch of bubbles. <laughs> yeah, the slot machine mugs you. <laughs> can I go up to one of the... In Soviet what, Russia, what machine slots. Can, can I go to, like... Nope. Since we already, like... Do we, do we have the, the place now? Yeah, get uh, rid of Silver chair? Yeah. Yeah, if you want. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Can I go talk to the bartender if you're not... Sure, sure. Um, hey, could you ask her if we can... Get some rooms? Roll some dice? Yeah, oh, yeah we're gonna do rooms. one big room. One big room? If we could, that'd be better. I don't take that much space. Top bunk. Sure. I think that's implied at this point. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll do all that stuff. I'll, I'll write it down a note. 
is thinking. <laughs> Tabidi's like, or uh, Potholes wanting to fight you for a top bunk, oh but he realized he weighs 500 pounds inside of his mech suit. Uh, like, ah, you walk yeah. up, you walk into the, uh, actually the open common area where most of the people are sitting, and you can see there is a long uh, bar set near the back. Uh, where uh, several uh, bartenders of various kinds are picking up food, picking up drinks, passing them around. Uh, and you can see there is one individual who is, uh, she is barking out orders and uh, setting up food and drink and passing it out to the others. But she is standing predominantly behind the bar, sees you all come up and uh, like beckons you to approach so she can hear you over just kind of the din of conversation that's going around. Uh, but you step up and see standing probably close to seven feet tall, uh, this just mountain of a woman who uh, takes a towel and, like, wipes her massive hands off before, oh before like... She's the girl from Game of Thrones. Uh, so describe uh, that. That's yeah. poetry. Uh, as she sets her hands down, she kind of leans a little bit down to, like, not too far down. I'm pretty tall. You are, you, are, okay. you are pretty tall. Uh, but she makes eye contact with you and is like, can I help you? Oh uh, man, I was so into this character. I wanted her to be intelligent sound. I was like distracted by this mountain of a woman. Yeah, can um can can, you, can we have a room for about um enough enough a single room big enough for about how many people are in my group here? Uh nine. Nine people? I yell as I see him thinking. <laughs> I think it may be eight plus a coffin. She kind of, she looks at you and kinda of looks at the group behind you. I don't have a room big enough for nine, but I can give you a couple rooms that'll fit all nine of you. Is it okay with you guys? Yeah, yeah it will be all right. All right. I mean, it's the option we How have. many nights you planning on staying? Enough. <gasps> open tab. Open tab. Open tab. Open tab. All right. Open tab. I can give you, what do you want, three or four rooms? Uh, three? Well, three. Three will work. Three. 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 three rooms. All right. A couple three. Three rooms and an open tab. I run you about four four silver per room. Okay. Okay. I feel okay, like yeah. she's overcharging. Hey, quick clarification. <laughs> if she's that tall and has that <laughs> accent, mm-hmm. is her name Mountain Mama? You haven't oh. asked her name yet. Anyways, um, what's your name? It's just my name. Yeah. My name is Penny. What's I your can... name? My name's Lucius. Lucius. Yeah. I ain't ever seen something like you before. I, I'm a person. <laughs> I'm a real boy. But you don't you don't look like a real person. What's that? They're like, I don't know what that means. You look like you're the Walking Dead, hun. I thought it was bright and shining and stuff. Well, you you are a spark of joy, but your face looks like it's been dead for years. <laughs> if I didn't know no better, I'd think you were lich or something. I get that way more than I should. <laughs> That's probably because it's true. Are you reading the highlights of my dating profile from 2018? <laughs> All right. Anyways, also, do you know what any like local like um, like churches like priest priest people? I don't. I don't. I'm not particularly religious, but I'm looking. You know where they worship the one true God <laughs> and His <laughs> Son Jesus <laughs> Christ, who died to save us from our sins. <laughs> Come on, I need to just place organ music behind you as you're doing that. <laughs> Burn, um, oh, glory. You're looking for like a temple or a. That's the ticket. Temple to Shekinah, if you could. Mm. We got a few of them here in town, depending on who's who and who you Dwarvish. follow. Dwarvish. 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 Can I, can I make a history check to be able to give him a little bit of help with that? Sure, make a history check. I mean, because we dealt with dwarves a lot, and that was the language that I chose. Sure, me So, too. Uh, 16. 
Uh, with a 16, yeah. you would know dwarves primarily follow uh, who's known as the Allhammer. <gasps> Uh, given that the Allhammer is the uh, god of construction the, and, uh, and a dwarven uh, deity at that. Uh, most dwarves uh, would say that the, Allhall- the Allhammer is their own personal deity and nobody else's. But, obviously, religion has a way of spreading. Uh, there's a possibility that shrines to the Allhammer could be in this city, given its proximity to Krakodar. Uh, but you wouldn't know off the top of your head that's what we're asking uh, Mountain Mama for. That, no, I just wanted to relate it to... Yeah, just, you can relate it. Yeah, just let him know, like, hey, if you're asking, uh, the be the one we're looking for. Is it dwarfish? Uh, all, all father, all, all, all hammer. All hammer, all you hammer. got it, yeah. Well, I'm, like, behind you just well, those like... Those are two different individuals, but I understand what you're going <laughs> for. Psst, psst, Lucius. <laughs> I, I got it already. No, you didn't. All, all, all Listen, hammer. what I'll tell you is that there ain't no temple to the Allhammer here. That's a dwarven deity, and most people around here know the treaty of the dwarves means we can't interact with them. But there may be a shrine or two uh, closer to the border that some of the older folks use to honor the Allhammer. You have to know where to look, though, so good luck finding it. But we do have a few other temples here in the city, there's the uh, the Mother's Touch, which is for the, the Wild Mother. It's a tree that grows near the northern side of the place. Big old tree that they turned into a temple. You can't miss it. And then there's, uh, oh goodness, I'm trying to think of what the other ones were. There's not many uh, of them here in uh, Metal, unfortunately. Yeah. If you're looking for religion, you gotta go deeper into the Brasslands. But we do have... Uh, we have the law bearer too. If you wanna, uh, if you got a temple to the law bearer, if you wanna visit that one. I like okay. the sound of the mother's touch better. Yeah, I mean the temple of doom would be cool to visit if we okay, could. Okay, so like um. Oh, Mum Shiba. Do you know the general direction of where we should be heading for the old shrines of the uh, Allhammer? If there's any in the city, and again, you'd have to know where to look for them. They're gonna be closer to the border. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be south here. Southward. South here. Southwest. Right. Um. So it says twelve for like just for the night, right? So I'll uh I'll give you like twelve silver, right? So I just give you twelve like, for the night. Yep. Uh, here's uh two gold. Keep the change for the information. Excellent. I appreciate the patronage. Does that include board as well? I think board. This is for the rooms that yeah. you will board in. So yes. I mean. <laughs> Like no, if you want, foods. like, the actual boards. Oh, like, oh, oh. Yeah, meals are provided if you're Oh, if you're this place is great. Okay. Yes. I love food. Yes. Meals okay. are provided on a daily, on a day-by-day basis. Two meals a day, one in the morning, one at night. The common room's always open. People are there drinking, having a general good time. Don't uh, get into fights unless it's a authorized fight. You gotta talk to Hugo. He's the one to know if you want to get into a rough. Hey, what about a little dice rolling? Could we do a little bit of dice rolling? Oh, people are gambling money left and right here. You just gotta find a table that people are rolling at or throwing cards down, and you'll get yourself some coin or lose some. The merchants here like to spend it. Okay, sounds good to me. Okay, you were right. Cool. So you guys want to head south and then ask around? Mm-hmm. Is that toward the tree? No, uh, northward. I, I do have a question. Of course, Miss Penny. Miss. Penny? Just Penny. Penny. All right. Uh, so for deep iron, is that like restricted and regulated, or is it just free for anybody and everybody to go find? You ain't from around here, are you? No, ma'am. Where are you from? That's a great question. 
Do you have it's written? It's I, a mystery. It's, uh, in my other notes, in my written notebook, <laughs> when I was taking written notes and not on these digital. Goldworth notes. is where you're from. That's what I said. Goldworth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how much? Is oh, it? you're from the northern side of the Brassland. It's understandable. Mm. The deep iron here uh, is it's mined by the dwarves. It's the Black Treaty that. Uh, we have an understanding the dwarves allow us access to deep metal and we in turn can supply them with uh, financial means and the promise that we won't ever cross their borders because they are very particular about that. So the deep iron comes here and then it's shipped off to wherever it's needed. Most of the time goes to Mecca City, but it is highly guarded and highly valuable. So All right, make sure if you do anything, you stay away from the deep iron. Hey, good enough for me. When did that treaty come All right, we place? need to work on a little magnet thing. The where we can like, the black treaty. Yeah. Oh, the black treaty has been in effect. Probably put it on the The black treaty has been in effect since uh, since uh, goodness, probably the formation of the Brasslands. Uh, this city here used to actually be an old dwarven city, but uh, when the Brasslands became its own country, mm-hmm. uh, the dwarves were forced out. This was when uh, the battles took place, and the final battle took place between Fort Blackhold and Fort Gimli, which is the two strongholds that uh, border the lands. Uh, one is dwarven, one's human, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where they station themselves nowadays. And that's the only way to and from the continents is through those two forts. Through those two forts. And uh, the Black Treaty was stipulated so that we didn't cross the Dwarven's, the Dwarves' path, and they in turn provided us with the material uh, that we so desperately needed to, you know, make advancements and what have you. And uh, if ever the day came where the Dwarves thought that the treaty would be broken, they would, uh, in their words, uh, erupt their mountain and bury themselves in the mountains, never to be seen again. So we take it pretty seriously here. It's uh, it's actually close to like a five to one guard ratio in this city. So just make sure you don't Holy. screw up because most of the military forces are preoccupied with making sure that nothing goes wrong with the deep iron. So. Duly noted. Thank you. Yep. But good luck. Uh, you all staying here for a reason, or you traveling on from here? Uh, probably traveling on from here. No, yeah, right, Connor's just going to do right. some exploring in the Bracelets, look around, see what's out there. Well, beyond us, it's the border, so there's not much. you got to head north or south if you're going to find more civilization or more stuff. you know of any old um, dwarven mining encampments that have been abandoned long, long ago? Come on, Mom. Sorry, honey. The only one I know of is this city here. There may be a few mining facilities that were cropping up many, many years ago, but most of that's just hearsay, and most of us who live here don't wander beyond much of the city, given the fact that well, there's really not much place to go. There are any, like, folk historians that we might, um... You know, like, local bards with a D at the end of it? Uh, if you're looking for a... If you're looking for a bard, you... You could probably find one or two of them singing their their lungs out here tonight. Uh, might have a tale or two that might help you. But uh, seems like your tall, scary dead friend here has the right idea to look at the temples. The priests are the ones that have been here the longest. They would know a thing or two about it. That makes sense. Roland. Thank you. Of course. Can I look around to see if we're getting any attention that isn't just like a, what are these people doing here? Sure, make a, make a perception check for me. Perception. You can do it. It's okay. 
14. 14? Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing that you... Nothing's immediately catching your attention as somebody's watching you, uh, but there are a lot of people here, so they could easily be lost in the... In the... Crowd. Just, yeah, okay. kind of lost in the crowd. I'm All just right. keeping an eye out. Yeah, absolutely. So, with this uh, information armed, what do you guys want to do next? Southward. Yeah, I'm just going to follow Lucius. I feel like he did a good job doing okay. all reconnaissance. Uh, does anyone want to make a... So, investigation check, Ooh. if you want to make it, unless someone else is... Um, who's wait, better, who's, who's good at investigation? I have a plus three. That's plus... Because plus four, um, you mean you can be up ahead and you I'll, uh, you... I'll give you advantage and also guidance. That's fair. We can That's do a little okay. looking around. Yep. Sure. Easy enough to All do. All right. Little Wisp comes up to your shoulders and starts talking. <laughs> you know, you would think that that's helpful, uh, but actually it's just like in, in my ear yeah. the whole time. I'm trying to... Uh, 20 and... 21? Yeah. Yeah, with a 21, easy enough to do. And it's... Uh, where are you... You're heading to look for shrines at yes, this point? Yes, we're headed yes. south. She said uh, yeah. south, right? Head southwards, then we're probably going to go talk around, around and... Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so... around. With a 21, you can immediately see... Uh, the first thing you notice is that there is definitely a very large tree that kind of towers above one side of the city, uh, kind of creating this almost kind of canopy uh, structure uh, off to one side, rising above most things, uh, almost uh, almost like Pandora tree uh, style. It just looks, it looks unnatural to be in this place, almost tropical in this kind of more desolate, you know, open, open grasslands place. Uh, but you can definitely make your way south to see if there's any semblance of a shrine or something like that. And you can see, once you clear these canopies that cover the fortress and the more common areas of the city, you begin to uh, find that there are a lot of uh, residential places that uh, people are staying. A lot of them look to be multi uh, person like duplexes or like complexes that people are staying at. Looks like a lot of people that are here are working or just passing through. It doesn't seem to be like a lot of uh, permanent residencies around here. Even some places where there's just uh, tent cities that have popped up and people kind of living their lives within like a smaller uh, a smaller kind of sphere of humanity inside this much larger city. Uh, but after about uh, an hour to 45 minutes, or sorry, 30 minutes to uh, an hour of walking, you reach the far end of the city where you can see uh, this side of the city looks to be a bit more desolate. Most of the buildings that are over here look like they were remnants of what was once a much grander city. Uh, Buildings that have now collapsed in on themselves, the wood and stone uh, kind of frames being the only thing that's left of whatever these were. And you can notice immediately that these structures are beautiful, were beautifully created at one point. The fact that they're still standing after you know several hundred years is a testament to their craftsmanship. Uh, very different from anything you've seen so far uh, through your journeys in the Brasslands. These stone, uh, these masons, whoever built these things, took pride in their work, and it is very beautiful. Uh, the designs. But as you're walking through this place, you can notice with a twenty-one, uh, you can see at one point there is what looks to be a large structure. The only thing left of it is just kind of a, probably a foot and a half of a framework that kind of layers the bottom of the ground. Most of it's overgrown and covered in grass or leaves. But you can see in the middle of this, there seems to be an area that's been walked through several times, given the fact that there's like little trails through the grass. Uh, and there does seem to be set in the middle of this area on a very, very old like a stone table with these two large hammers that are resting against the top of it and kind of like leaned against there, creating this 
kind of altar-esque spot. And you can see, excuse me, you can see as you approach it, the the altar there is, uh, there's a circle of like padded down like dirt and grass where people seem to walk around it. And across the majority of it, there seems to be small trinkets or little inscriptions or pieces of parchment that are like stuck to it. Um, it seems as though this is just a place where people come and pay their respects or uh, say their prayers. Uh, and at the moment, as your party arrives, there is nobody here in the immediate vicinity. Uh, but you can safely assume, given kind of the place that it's in and kind of the reverence that it's been given, that this is some sort of a shrine uh, or former shrine to the Allhammer. Hey, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Um, primeval awareness covers dragons, elemental, fey fiends, whatever. Sure. Do they ping on my radar? Like when I've used it in the past? No. Like, okay, so they have no dragon ancestry. They might. Untrue. You just <laughs> did that just to make a dig. No. Un- untrue. Wow. Okay. You would sense a dragon Questioning in its... Questioning our heritage. You would sense a dragon. These okay. are draconians, which are dragon adjacent. More okay. magic than anything. Just curious. Just but no, your, okay. your primeval awareness specifically locates dragons in their full form okay. wings and terrifying just, just um, that's not to say that you don't notice them because they are draconian that there is some semblance of like a huh yeah the, the, uh, there's some similarities in the kind of the buzz that you get uh, but they are not it is not the full blown like that's a dragon type thing but do you think it could be used to maybe try to identify more of their mm. kind in the area? Yeah, most certainly. I would say yes if you wanted yeah. to use because they are hone in on what yeah, we do to hone in on what they are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Okay. Um, heart song. Okay. Yeah, that's her version of heart song. Ah, yeah. hone in on our heart song. There you go. Uh, hone in on the heart song. Yeah, I just get spend. Oh my gosh, you guys, the heart, heart singers. song. The what? That's our names. That's the that's the party's name. What is heart it? song. Heart singers. Heart singers. Now I get to be on the other side of this horrible game. (laughs) (laughs) I just turn out there. I truly don't care. I just keep calling you the party for the rest of this campaign. So I'll wait. Something really cool is going to happen. We're going to find a name. I hope so. I thought the Cobalt Tankard was Dizope. Cobalt Tankard was a good one. You'll figure it out. I don't want to keep dragging us back into it. So I'll go ahead and I'll do that. Uh, What kind of terrain are we? (laughs) Urban. Urban, yeah. You're in the city. Oh, okay. I thought we were outside. Yeah, I'm definitely going to play Ranger That's where fair. like he specializes okay. in urban environments. There you um, go. Yeah, that sounds cool. I'll go ahead and I'll expend a spell slot then. So for a minute, I have primeval awareness within okay. a mile. Within a mile? Mm-hmm. So you within a mile? Uh, within a mile. Tell me. Air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, I mean... Yeah, if that's the way you do your primeval awareness, that's that's totally fine. Um, go I ahead. take in big, deep bear breaths because your nose could tell you things before you're even ever around it. Not letting you go on that nature walk again. All right, so uh, <laughs> go ahead and tell me what the description of that is one more time so I can... Uh, as an action, you can expend a ranger spell slot to sense whether any aberration, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead are present within one mile of you or within six miles if you're in favorite terrain. Uh, this uh, this feature does not reveal the creature's location or number. Okay. So within a mile, there is... You can tell there's undead. 
There is the uh, the dragon essence. Okay. There is elemental. Okay. And there is fey. Oh. There's a lot of different people, and also you doing that next to these guys the, for that to mm-hmm. work the way you want it to. Get these everyone, including Belfire, Belfire has, has to be, to be a mile away from you. Yeah. Well, I, well, I think she can identify us by our because she knows us. Though. Does it I work will, fair? I typically ping too. Mm-hmm. I would say. That yeah. because she because she knows Takes them, I would not say like, oh, you sense dragon every time. Okay. Like if it was a real dragon, you would that I would make it obvious to you. And if there was something pertinent, I wouldn't like hide that sure, behind sure, sure, them. Sure. But as of right now, I will say the only things that you notice beyond mm-hmm. the norm of the things you can sense is elemental, fey, and undead. Okay. But not my, my not my undead. So it's a different undead. There's more undead. I could so like we're. We're like, we got to the shrine. We're like, damn, there's not anyone around. And then you start... <laughs> and start doing some hefty puffs. Okay. So we're still by the tree, right? The tree no, is by the all... Fi- oh, no, no, we went the wrong direction. The tree is, in, the tree is uh, another direction. Okay. Yeah. It is It is more north. Right, it's right. not the opposite direction, but it is more north. Okay. Uh, than you guys are. You guys basically went... So it's... In your mind's eye, this yes. is southwest, and the tree is northwest, so you kind of are going at an angle. I see, I you see, could, I see. It wouldn't be another hour. Another. Yeah, they're okay. kind of, yeah. Thank you. That's a good way to describe it. Um, but yeah, so it's you're at the shrine. Maybe. You're more than welcome to go around and look at it, or if you guys want to move on, you can do that. Um, too. Sure, I mean, let me see. What, I don't know. Is any dead people around? I can talk to dead people. That's a joke. <laughs> if there's dead people around, don't tell me because I yeah, won't cry. I mean, like, <laughs> what, what should we? We can make dead people. True. As deep. <laughs> I mean, anyone can <laughs> make dead people. It's not like it. It's true. It's facts. Um. Well, damn. Is there not? Can I go? Is there anyone around? Not right now. Like just like okay. This is a ru- This is more it's of a ruins. ruins. This is not really like a populated area. I but you can see, see if there's like a talus worshiper, like a single guy, like outside. <laughs> like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk <laughs> As around. of right now, there's not anybody. I'm gonna do like an active investigation check, do a little walking around, see if I can find anything. Sure. I can Go make an investigation. Nine, nine with help. Uh, I mean, with the walking around the altar and kind of looking around, you can see. Again, there are a few trinkets, uh, some prayers, and a couple other offerings that are left at the on and around this altar, but nothing, uh, nothing pertinent, nothing. Nothing that tells you like, you know, you're a hundred miles away from your. Yeah, there's next no little sign that says Allhammer sign. You know, fifty miles to this, and you know, another. Yeah, there's nothing like that. Bangs. Get right before you're on the ground. That's constantly... <laughs> yeah. yeah, no arrow on the ground that constantly just keeps pointing in that direction. <laughs> So no. is there... What the kind of video game is this? They should upgrade the infrastructure. <laughs> so if we don't have anyone that's you like... You turned HUD off in the settings, that's why. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love how everyone who plays games with... Yes, like, I know that. What a rush you need to the new game plus. We're yeah, playing this yeah. in hardcore mode? Yeah, apparently. <sighs> okay, guys, I got... No, we don't have encumbrance on it. <laughs> all right, so... You right. don't have encumbrance <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. If you enjoy classic D&D and dark fantasy in the tradition of Martin, Tolkien, or Vance, you might enjoy Tale of the Manticore. It's a mashup between an actual play and radio-style storytelling. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore pulls no punches and lets the dice decide where the story goes, who survives, and who does not. This summer, Tale of the Manticore rolls right into Season 2. There will be more action, more nostalgic fantasy, and more heartbreak as the dice roll up and prop right over the characters, and the story unfolds as it is being written. If you've wanted to check out the show but the backlog looked like just too much, this is the chance to get into it. I'm starting from scratch. New characters, new plot, same danger. See you this summer. Since, since we can't find anyone that's like, you know, priests and stuff, do you think, should we go the other direction and like look for like historians or something? Maybe they would know. I mean, that might be better than nothing. Because like, there's really no one around here. Yeah, I thought that maybe, you know, we'd catch like one person at least, giving some offerings to the uh, the old hammer, since, you know, every dwarf kind of worships them. But yeah, but it appears that this place has been abandoned for quite a while. So. No, there's some stuff here, it just seems like it's not like... Yeah, you know, every town has a few loonies who think they're talking to gods. That actually and makes a lot of sense. We can't disprove something. Yeah, like no, that. I don't talk to gods, I just talk to dude that his heart's not beating anymore. I mean, do any of us in this party really believe in anything? I mean, I think it's really hard to disprove in uh, myself. Like, sometimes. I mean, like deities. Who described? Deities for sure exist because there's evidence of that. I've seen some crazy things. So, but yes. most of them are terrible. Most of them are kind of assholes and up, 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 up their booties. I mean, we believe in the pair of friendship. That's kind of gotten us pretty yeah, far. It is. It goes magic, no immorality, friendship. <laughs> yep. A superior firepower. Um. Oh. Right, got superior firepower, magic, emeraldy French. Yep, in that order. 
We had a big meeting about it. It actually took okay, a few sorry. weeks. Sorry, okay. Superior firepower? Yes. Emeraldly? Yes. Friendship? Yes. Oh. Wait, no, no, no. Superior firepower, magic, magic emeraldly, and then friendship. Superior firepower, magic, emeraldly, and friendship. What are we talking about? Smith. I think we're in rank. <laughs> we're, we're, we're kind of talking about our religion. So, I mean, you know, if anything, uh, Kenneth, you should probably Dude. feel really honoured that we, oh, would, you, we gave you superior well, power. Can we go I check out that tree? Yeah, no, since, I mean, sh- why not? And then after that, we can go to bed. Well, gamble, fight, go to bed. Yeah, yes. A little rebel rousing. Uh, you know, I think Pothole hasn't gotten drunk in a long time. I know you guys get a kick out of that. Yeah, man, I really do. He works really hard, so I'm kind of like starting to let him let loose a little bit at times. And no, I don't want to be. You know, a sanctioned fight might be a good place for to be. Put Pothole in a sanctioned not, fight? Not, no. Put, oh. put to be in a, to I mean, be. ask to be. <laughs> he does an actual child. <laughs> he might be able to practice not folding people in half when he's done with them. Yeah, but what, what if he practice? fails? What if he practices and fails his practice? And he fight. folds. He's no, a kid, no one. Yeah, he's a kid. No one's going to hold him. Yeah, but here's the thing. Hey, Tabidi, do you think beyond a shadow of a doubt that you could be non-lethal with your violence? No. (laughs) So there's a problem. (laughs) Okay, everybody, the the word count is one. Like, they're probably going to have you go up against another kid, and if I just witness kid-on-kid violence, I don't know. Yeah, would they even allow me in? I mean, if you had a waiver from, like, your parents, uh, it's kind of like I a mean, Harry like, Potter situation two parents right here. Trench coat on pothole. TB pot? Yes. TBD. The bee hole? Beady? We actually have been doing that, so I can get pothole some secret alcohol. Oh, shoot. I shouldn't have said that. Oh, my God. He's called you a snitch. I'm not going to have that kind of language out of you. That's the last time. That's 15 words from Matt. He's going to explode. So the over-under had been busted. Gave me the line. No one gets any money, folks. Sorry. Dang it. (laughs) All right, so you guys are heading to... You guys are heading to the... Matt, you rigged it? Matt took the over. Um, Cut that. Matt did not rig it. We're getting that money from Matt. No, he did not rig it. Okay. (laughs) Look at you, Caesar Sportsbook. Making your way back in the direction... Uh, that is indicated by the large tree. You can see as you guys approach, again, this area seems to be more uh, populated with runes, uh, ruins, sorry, not runes, ruins, ruins, uh, and a couple of tent cities, but most of it is uh, ruins, and most of the activity is congregated. But you can see this large stone structure that is actually built in the bottom of this tree. This tree looks to be anywhere from uh, 80 to 120 feet from side to side, and setting inside of it, in the hollowed out bottom of the tree where the bark begins to intertwine with some of the stonework, is this temple, where you can see anywhere from uh, 20 to 30 people are kind of walking through and about. The temple itself is uh, beautifully designed. Uh, Most of it is covered in this foliage or ivy or some other type of plant life. Uh, The inside of it, a very basic uh, stone floor with a few few shrines and a couple of places where people are stopping and praying or or having a conversation with what looks to be uh, the uh, religious uh, leadership here. And you can see that the religious uh, people, the priests or uh, whomever these people are, all are wearing what looks to be these very simple kind of green and brown robes with uh, different types of uh, 
tattoos across their arms oh, nice. uh, in like the shape of uh, almost like Japanese clouds or waves that are all kind of like scrolling Ooh. across their arms in uh, like soft reds or deep blues. There is very pretty. Uh, but as you guys walk in, you're immediately uh, greeted by one of these individuals. Looks to be a uh, slender, uh, younger female, uh, just kind of raven black hair, kind of tied up behind uh, with, uh, you swear, might be a little bit of elven blood with some more finer features. But she greets you all with a smile and uh, she says, Welcome to the Mother's Touch, uh, Temple to the Wild Mother. Uh, my name is Astira. Uh, can I be of service to you? I was really hoping her name was going to be Raven, so I could say that's so Raven, but that's all gone. Estira? E S T E R A. Which actually translates to Raven in her language, so you can say. It's it. Yeah, it's in, in Sylvan, it is Raven. It's so Estira. I'm scared. I don't know if I did, though. Um. Uh, da, ba, 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 ba. I got it. I got okay, it. Okay, hey, uh, Astira, ma'am. Uh, sorry, yes. didn't mean to raise my voice here. Um, we're it's actually right. looking for uh, something, maybe a lead. Uh, I don't know. We've, it's weird that we we are here ex- like explicitly <laughs> to look for dwarves, but we're kind of looking for an abandoned dwarven mining town somewhere in the Brasslands, and we've been wondering if we could uh, find any. Uh, any dwarven person with a little bit of history on that subject uh, and we've kind of been dry bones to this point we've gone to the shrine and it didn't seem like anybody believes in the old hammer in this city so we came to the next biggest one well, at least you don't say it openly that doesn't surprise me uh, most of the individuals who would worship the all hammer uh, would keep it in secret as it is more primar- predominantly a, a dwarven religion and uh, the black treaty kind of blurs the lines between what is allowed and not allowed, and if a dwarf were to uh, see that, it probably wouldn't go over very well, but uh, there are people here, and some of our patrons uh, or, or followers are, do know of many people who follow the All Hammer, but uh, you won't find them publicly displaying that, obviously. Well, yeah, that's the thing. We're looking for someone, uh, like, a maybe there'd been a dwarf there. Like, hey, if you're going to find a dwarf, where are you going to find him? Uh, probably at the one shrine to a dwarven god, you know. That is true. I, I don't know if you're going to find many dwarves, though. Uh, they're, most of them stay across the border for good reason. Has there been any, like, dwarf that's like, you know, because, like, like, it's like... I don't know, curious, or like, I don't know, like, has there been any, like, dwarf sightings, or like, I don't know, like... Well, yeah, you gotta think, like, if you're from, like, a smaller town, you know, there's gotta be a, yeah, good, if you uh, see, like, if, a good tab. Like, imagine if Oiana, like, walked into a small, gated community. Yeah, uh, they'd probably call the police. They probably, yeah. They have done that in a small, gated community. <laughs> they have. <laughs> Lucian, you would know that. Oh, shit. I mean, it's not just because she was going to someone break into a house. I was trying to do that. And then she actually assaulted me. the officers <laughs> that happened to. Remember that time she tried to blow up the head of one of the guards? Hey, yeah. listen, we don't need I'm all sorry, of our falls out to be arrested. I'm going to stop this conversation right here because it's getting fraught. I respect that. Oh, I'm we sorry to do that in front of you, Uh There's a steer here. It's quite a right? 
So, yeah, like I asked, uh, is there any... loves piping hot tea. She's she, like, yeah. I think that she's like, bring all that, like, we kind of enjoy just a little bit. steep in that. She's like, I can't wait to get back home and talk to my gals. This is so good stuff. <laughs> I am sending a scry message to my husband right now. She have been so boring at the temple. <laughs> Until they walked. I don't even believe in this god, <laughs> but let me tell you, he answered a prayer to the dead. <laughs> Um, I'm about to get all hammered. <laughs> <laughs> that is something a dwarf would probably say. <laughs> oh, last you're about to get all hammered. No, because they no, drink, you pervert. Uh, yeah, when they go on a date to the bar. <laughs> you guys are the perverts. I don't think so, Will. I, I mean, think so. Like, hold on. I know. So I'm, what do you, I'm stopping the conversation there because it's getting a little bit fraught. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Preston. Yeah, that conversation is frock for sure. Hey, we should have been frocks three weeks ago if that's what we're Frocks doing now. for news. Mm. Episode 22, we got out of, mm. out of hand. All right, so what do you guys... Here we go. <coughs> you all right, buddy? Oh, no. I think I've lost my voice. <laughs> Why do you have Cure to wounds, be? you heal. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, <laughs> I believe in your god now. <laughs> before we leave, could you tell us the story about your god? What was her name before she became like this? Or was she always like this? I'm very interested. That's loaded, man. That's loaded. The, the history of the Wild Mother? Yep. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one. Yep. She's had many names. Uh... Melora, the Wild Mother, and some that are probably lost to history, but um, she is the she's the goddess of uh, the earth, the nature, and all things living. Uh, she protects the the living life around us and calls us to uh, be a part of that be a part of that growth, be a part of life itself, and to abide by. Uh, her rules and her, her guidance and those who do, those who follow her whether you're, uh, whether you're a cleric or you take an oath to the Wild Mother, you're given the, the call to preserve life wherever you go That's very nice Thank you Was she always a god or did she like, Ascend Ascend, yeah, gain her divinity somehow. Ascendance. Ascend now. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, I've only. Be, I've only been. Uh, I've only been a follower of Melora for uh, a few years now, and uh, I'm still learning some of the histories uh, as I as I progress. Um, yeah. I'm curious, like about the insight uh, that Lucius would have on into. Was there like uh, probably. Like, was there, like, a church, like, of, like, Melora or, like, the Wild Mother, like, in Cain's Rest, or... Oh, sure. Because, yeah. like, that sounds, like, right up the alley of, like... What sure, absolutely. Uh, the Wild Mother is not uh, a foreign concept to yeah. most people. Especially uh, the doll. Yeah, yeah, most people, and regardless of where you're from, yeah. are you, where you are from, bleh, words, would know from. would know the majority of, of the, the Patreon that is uh, in... Tarun Mall. There are 
Do yeah, what? you said yeah. Patreon. Not okay. What did I say? What you said, said Patreon. Patreon. Sorry. Coming soon. Coming soon. No, 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 no. Uh, someday, but it's the, time to go to Money Zone. Can we get? It's not patrons that? either. <laughs> Guys, I can't use words. This is this is killing me. Ooh, Baby, ooh, ooh, ooh. Let's roll to see who the new DM is. Pantheon. Pantheon. See, can't even use that word correctly. Pantheon. I mean, everyone got it. Pantheon. Everyone understood what you're saying. And I'm supposed to be the one that talks most of the time. The pantheon. You do. You use up your words faster than we do. Yeah, true. Wasn't that Pantheon? The Pantheon of Tower Mall is not extensive, but most of them are pretty well known. With a few probably stragglers or outliers that are not as well known. But the Wild Mother is definitely one of them. Uh, the Lawbearer definitely is another one that strikes familiarity with a lot of people. Um, and there probably are a few others. Uh, I won't give them away right now, but uh, the Allhammer is definitely another one. But there are a few others that uh, definitely probably are well-known. But yeah, the Wild Mother is a pretty, pretty well-known concept just because the message that her followers speak to is, again, growth and life. So, um, Asira, uh... You said there, you, you parts of your Koji might know like people who do worship uh, the Allhammer. Is there any way that you could, you know, connect us to them? I don't know. If they're comfortable, like shoot an idea out, let them know where we're standing. Maybe. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say, give give her our information. They yeah. can reach out to us. Yeah. So if they feel comfortable, you know, that way she ain't out in anybody. I, I'm sure. Yes, absolutely. And tell, tell, tell uh, Lucius will compensate him for their trouble and stuff. Certainly. Yeah. You're looking for someone who. You're looking for particularly someone who. Someone who's knowledgeable about uh, dwarven uh, sites, I guess. Of course, of course. Kind daughter of Valura, um, are there any uh, libraries, museums, or. Menora. An- you, say, you just jumped into campaign two for a minute. Lemora? <laughs> <laughs> nope, you're. Menora. Menorah. Melora. Sorry. Yeah. Menorah is an actual. <laughs> See, guys, this Melora. is. This table is full of Menorah right this now. This is, yeah. It's full <laughs> of. It is. Gosh. Do I, you know of any libraries or museums or antique markets we might look to for right. some historical maps? Ooh, we're about so to we like upscale. Is that what it's called? There may be a few. There's definitely a cartographer here in the city. Mm-hmm. That would be perfect, actually. A mint maker yeah. would be perfect. Yeah. How tall is he? Make me a map. I'm sorry? Find me a find. I, I don't know. I Kill me a cat. cat. I, <laughs> no! I'm killing cats! Not yet. That's the Pokemon thing. Yeah. No, that's... <laughs> every, every time now. Um, I'm not sure how tall he is. Or, or they, they, I don't know them. I do know there is a cartographer here in the city, but I, I've never, I've never met them. Uh, do you know uh, any lead, like where they may be, uh, or like if they have a if shop or a place? They certainly do. It would be in the city market. Oh, uh, and that is. I'm sorry, I'm new here. Is that like towards the oh, center? Oh, yes, absolutely. The city market is based uh, around the fortress itself. I see. Okay. Yes, um, the fortress is. Uh, Mostly inhabited by uh, denizens uh, of the city. Uh, parts of it are completely blocked off to uh, most everybody. But a few places that are still open uh, house individuals or uh, shops of different kinds. Okay, um, I feel uh, like it's the place to go. Here's a uh, five gold donation, d- donation to the church or oh. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. We're gonna have to take up a contract just so that we can have money again. 
Uh, like, as this whole conversation is happening, like, I leaned over to Pothole for two seconds, and when she said the the wild mother goes by many names and only named two names, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> Cliff just leans over and is like, all right, I'm out. She doesn't know anything. And then just vaguely stared the whole time. <laughs> just associated with her. She goes yeah. by many names, and then she named two names. She's like, all right. There's this one. That's many, bro. And then that one. Do you want more of them? No, no, I can no, give no, you more no, of them. No, I was, no, no. I was just hoping that maybe one of her many names... Was like the a penny of an whistle old friend of ours? Oh no, right. Michelle's first character before she decided Wait, she didn't want to be a druid. Yeah. When we meet this new guy, I'm gonna have Nena. Oh, Nena? Yeah. Oh, Nena. like her, her original incarnation. <gasps> original incarnation. Hollowed out Nena, your business. That would be. That would be funny, but it would also throw off my entire story, so no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought Drew was just trying to see how much you prepared for this session. There was that, too. <laughs> I know, no, but I, I just have... like to give him a chance to, like, expound. It's fun. Oh, right. I love talking about Lord's Grey, especially when it's my own. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's good chances, you know? Like, yeah. sometimes we'll never get it unless we ask very That's pointed true. questions. I appreciate that. ten more names. Ten more names? No. Mm-hmm. no. I could give you three more, but two of them would spoil the rest of this game for you. Um, all right, so. Oh, now we got to look at her names. I grab her by her scruff, say, you know who we're going to say. What are the other names? Where were the other names going? Um, I'm gonna roll fire like intimidation. Picks her up, sort of burnt like the tree on fire. Yeah, I roll an intimidation check. Shut up, GTS. What is that? Nine and nine plus eight. That's seven. Nice. I'm joking. I know you are. Okay. That's why I wasn't giving right. it not. So for this, not. For this. So with that information, we will be looking up our other names now. I'm sure you Speaking will. Speaking of for looking up other names, Malola. we're going to go towards some... All right, do we have time? We're about to Facebook this girl. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, yeah, I would like to head towards the cartographer. Guys, guys. The, uh, never mind. No, mate, you were uh, onto something. Do you, usually you're not like the one that... Kind of leads things, so I'm actually pretty juiced about this. Could you keep going? I uh, I was just I don't, I don't know. I was, uh, <laughs> um, so I all my social batteries running out. I can't. Is this Preston or is this your character? It's my character. Preston oh, okay. has today. I'm good on social battery. Right. Yeah. And Come on, you've got this, buddy. Just a little bit more. Okay, to the cartographer. <laughs> As you're leaving, uh, Kenneth. Hey, yep. Quinn. There's a moment as you're walking out where you're looking at all these like little places that people are gathering and, and talking. You can see there looks to be three uh, individuals. Uh, two of them look to be like they're in a praying uh, stance, and one of them seems to be kind of having like talking to them. Uh, and they're standing by this wood carving, beautifully done wood carving, kind of orange and tan with these striations of like the wood grain going. Uh, and it creates this beautiful form of a woman who's standing there in what looks to be this long, kind of flowing uh, dress that kind of wraps around the front and kind of like uh, filters out past her feet. And you can see woven through the fabric of this wood. And again, it's a wood carving, but it looks, looks well, not real, but it, the detail is amazing. Uh, but you can see there's like vines and flowers and different kind of things kind of wrapping up around their body. Uh, this long, very volume, uh, voluminous hair that falls behind the shoulders with these like flower crown that kind of sets up top of it. And you can see this individual, this statue carving, uh, has one hand that kind of holds out like this and another hand that is uh, one hand palm out mm-hmm. and the other hand palm up as if like... So to, it's a high five and a low five situation. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Um, but you immediately notice one th- the thing that draws your immediate attention is that in the palm that is out down low as if offering something, there appears to be this 
wreath that sets in their hand. And the wreath looks familiar. It's not perfectly round. It's more oval-shaped. Uh, and it's got these... For an egghead. It's got these... Uh, it's, it looks like it's got, like, grass and, like, leaves and stuff, again, wrapped around it. Again, all carved from wood, but beautifully done. Uh, but there's also, like, rope or, or hemp or something that's tying this all together. But there's three of them that draw through it. Oh, they look familiar? Looks very familiar. Very like familiar. Like on my arm? Yeah. What was that girl's name? Alcinia! Nailed it. Not Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Aspartame. <laughs> Influenza. What's your name? I don't know. Um, Berkeley's. But that is, you catch that out of the corner of your eye for a moment and are caught off guard by... Is my party already leaving? Or like, well, everyone's making their way out and yeah. talking about going to the car. Oh, hold on. I'll be right back. Okay, so you turn around spring back yeah, in. Yeah, skirt back in. Are you looking for... Aloysius. Antioxidant. Antibiotic. <laughs> American cheese. You're looking for Antifreeze. Alfred. <laughs> so you you are you looking specifically for Asteria again? Yeah, yeah, because I think she'll be able, well, presumably she's only been there a couple of years, but maybe she'll know somebody else who I could talk to. Maybe she a little bit. Well, there is another priest who was talking to the two praying people that I pointed out. Alpaca. Yeah. You ask him uh, about the girl's whereabouts, and he says, "What? She died twelve years ago on a <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Her name's oh, Carrie? That would have been a, no, If I do man. that, this story just goes off the, the rails at this point. Yeah, yeah, the God we we never figured right. it out. So Wait, I, I think we found the real the real storyline now. Charming the girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, Trace the rapper, come back here. Um, Focus, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, I'll go up to one of those priests. Okay, okay so you approach the priest that is standing by the statue. Yes. Okay. You, as you walk up, the two individuals are, are still kind of like huddled together but praying and the, the individual standing there again with the green and brown robes is kind of it seems like leading them in some sort of like prayer of some kind and as you approach they kind of like look up and see you and smile uh, it looks to be an older gentleman this long kind of uh, thin beard that is uh, tied at different points to create this kind of uh, foot and a half kind of ponytail I guess uh, as of their beard uh, the top of their head slightly balding uh, definitely uh, thinning near the top but uh, still presentable as he sees you approach he has kind eyes and a kind smile and he's yes dear so I got questions if you wouldn't mind helping me Uh, my name's Kenneth what's my name is Lyle Lyle nice name great name pleasure Uh, what does that crown mean the crown in her hand what is what is it you're referring to the, the statue. The statue. Yeah. The wreath in the Wild Mother's hand is uh, a symbol of her blessing. Um, it is bestowed upon uh, her followers. Uh, the stories are that those who uh, search for the Wild Mother, uh, the first followers, the true followers of Melora, gave her a wreath of flowers and uh, growth as an offering. And she accepted it and has since used it as a symbol to uh, bring her followers together. And uh, we use it as a, uh, a marker for our kind. Okay, very nice. Uh, is that statue the same person that I saw? Like, does it look similar to the person that I saw in my, my vision? Her fugue state? Yeah. 
You've never seen the face of that person in the fugue state. Does the the overall the structure bodice horny ears bodice? Doesn't, yeah, you can't. The robes are the robes the same? The robes are the person you saw didn't wear any like grass they robes. Nice. Oh, no, they, they didn't wear any. They weren't wearing any grass robes. <laughs> from from the the profile of this person versus the profile of the person so that good. you've seen, there is no similarity that you know of. But again, you don't have physical details of the person in your fugue state. Mm, that. Okay. Well, then, with that information... Uh, is it... Uh, have you ever heard of people just get getting those symbols sometimes? Like, maybe, you know, in a, in a state of conscious unconsciousness? You ever heard of anybody just showing up with those before? Maybe? Mm, that seems odd. Um, you... What exactly are you referring to? So, do you have a friend who's cursed, or is there something you... Uh, no, not necessarily friend. Am I in good company? Insight check. Might insight you. check. <laughs> Make an insight check before they say anything. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, what's the vibe? Give me the overall vibe. Vibe check. Ooh, uh, 15. 15. Yeah. Uh, does not seem ill in. Doesn't seem to have ill intent. Nice. Anyhow, <clears throat> Lyle continues. Uh, my dear, anything you bring to the Wild Mother, whether it be uh, supplication or uh, transgression, is respected and kept in privacy to all our people here. This is a safe space. Okay, I'm going to kind of crane around. Mm-hmm. Can I show you something? Of course. Okay, I will show him. I'll roll up my sleeves. Um, and as you do, you can see the uh, the symbol. At this point, as you've been looking at it, you were going off of basic geometric shapes. But now that you are looking at it and looking at this wreath of flowers in the hand of this statue of Melora, you can see the similarities are striking. Uh, it doesn't necessarily look like, I know we made jokes about, ah, oh, it's a baguette or like a weird looking piece of bread. But now that you're looking at it, it's like, oh, that that's a wreath. Again, it is, it is rough shape and embedded in your skin, uh, but it is, it is almost identical. Um, and you can see Lyle is looking at it for a moment. Do you mind if I use a bit of uh, the Wild Mother's one? And you can he reaches into a small pouch and pulls out a couple of different elements and kind of begins to grind them together. And you watch as he puts them in this small little bag and shakes it up a little bit. These kind of flakes of something kind of uh, puffing out as the air goes through it. He kind of sprinkles it on your on your arm and kind of lays there's kind of herbs and spices of some kind. Mm, Eleven of them, I bet. Smells great, Um, but. He begins to sweep all that back into the bag and muttering a few things as he does, and he shakes it one more time and inhales. And he watches his eyes are closed, and he just inhales for a moment and just stops and then opens his eyes. That is very peculiar. You... The B.O.? But no... Oh, okay, sorry. Your Michelle, face is just... <laughs> uh, apologies, I am... I have never encountered something like this before. You have the blessing of the Wild Mother. At least, that's all I can ascertain. 
you are not a follower of the Wild Mother. I ain't never really heard about her or nothing, no. And yet, so the only, what I can describe only as a, as a blessing has been bestowed upon you. So does that mean I have to, like, follow her religion? Or, like, what does that mean for me? Because, like... My dear, I, I don't know. This is... Melora blesses those who wish to champion her cause. You have been given a blessing without... without question, but a blessing of which I have never seen the likes of before. Well... Well, hail. Well, hail. <laughs> whatever, whatever magic or mystery was bequeathed to you in this symbol is far older than anything I have ever seen in my years of faithfulness to the Wild Mother. It is old magic. That's what I've heard. Uh, I have heard that Udall might be the place to go to find out more as well. Anyone with an extensive knowledge of the ancient magics would be your best bet, but unfortunately, most of those people are few and far between. Especially in the Brasslands. Uh, unfortunately, exclusively in the Brasslands. A dwarf can live for hundreds of years, uh, elves even longer, and their memories would dwarf ours in <laughs> the vastness that, of things that they know, but they are hard to come by. Is there, like, a main temple to the Wild Mother? Yeah. There are certain sites that uh, are more widely accepted as uh, focal points for her magic and for her devotion, but... Uh, no, there is not one place that is a main temple. Uh, Do you have a scroll or something like listing off the sites that I, maybe I can have? Unfortunately, no. Uh, I, we, those of us who pilgrim for the Wild Mother, do so in hopes of finding more like us. Uh, the Brasslands is not take kindly to those who... Uh, preach our beliefs, they uh, they see us as stuck in the old ways of nature and, you know, being one with the trees, but uh, when you live in a world that is advancing quickly, your, your kind gets left behind. But we do what we can, and we hold true to the beliefs that you know, we are here to bring life to those around us. But... Whatever this is, it is something I have never seen before. Well, that's quite miraculous, and I'll go ahead and like like pull my sleeve down. Indeed, it is. Um, I would not be ashamed of what you have. It's I'm, not a mark of shame or a curse. I, it is. I'm not ashamed of it. I just, I don't want people asking any questions about it that I don't know the answers to or thinking that I'm some sort of threat for something, especially here in the Brasslands. You know how how antsy everybody is about that sort of thing. Of that, I, I, am, I am aware. Um, well, if, if you don't have any more knowledge, again, my name's Kenneth. And Kenneth. You, I don't know how you'd be able to reach out to me. I... I can maybe tell you where I usually stay back 
If ever I needed to reach you, I'm sure the Wild Mother would find a way. Maybe ask some of your colleagues if you know uh, about that. I am, uh, as fate would have it, I am setting out on a pilgrimage in three days' time uh, to meet with a few other followers across the Brasslands and even beyond. Um, I will speak to them of what is... I'd be helpful. Of, ...of what has happened to you and see if anyone has a way of connecting the dots. I appreciate it. Of course. Uh, before I go, because I need to, I need to jet. I got people waiting for That's, me. They yes, may have already left yes. me in the dust. Good and well. Uh, do you have any books or anything or any any sort of written something or other that I could read up about Wild Mother since I've been blessed by this mysterious deity? Mm, I've got pamphlets. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call her mysterious, but... Uh, well, it's, pretty, it's a mystery to somebody who ain't never heard of any of it. This is true. Um, do you know what? Yes. Uh, here. And he uh, goes to the foot of the statue where you can see there looks to be a small kind of rucksack that was laying against it and kind of digs through it a, a little bit, uh, pulling out uh, a small tome that seems to be kind of bound and kind of wrapped with some string, and he kind of hands it over to you. Uh, a tome that I was given in my early days when I was first learning how to master the uh, art of the Wild Mother. Uh, it has some of my musings and teachings. Uh, perhaps you can find some uh, enlightenment through that. I can't guarantee it has all the answers. It, again, is merely the handwritings of a young boy who was learning how to uh, come into his own, as it, as it is. But uh, perhaps the history of the Wild Mother will enlighten you in some ways. That'd be real nice. Ken's gonna slap the book on the statue. I mean, like, uh, thanks, lady, mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, All right, this will lie. I'm gonna jet. You have a good one. Thank you for all this. May the Wild Mother watch over you. And same to you. Uh, praise be. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Praise. With that not awkward at all conversation, uh, you make your way to gather up with your friends and head into the city uh, to find a cartographer. I don't know if you know this. Kenneth is not very... Charismatic. Unawkward, yeah. Unawkward. No, <laughs> I love what that says about like your state of mind, Michelle, that things unawkward. are described as unawkward. Yeah. Yes. Like awkward is baseline. That's what I'm doing right now. Okay, that's all of the people. Uh, at this moving table. to honestly. What do you mean? Moving to the moving to the cartographer's uh, shop. You can definitely find uh, there is uh, a cartographer in the city. Uh, they do have a shop. And you can ask any question you want at the cartographer shop. What's the cartographer shop? How you doing? Called? And what's uh, his name? Or what's, what's their name? name? Oh dear God! Here we go. It's Maps. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, Matt's maps. It is not of a name. It appears to be uh, a map shop. temporary. It is a temporary oh. uh, establishment. It seems it's a like pop this. Up. Yes, the, this cartographer seems to be uh, here temporarily. <laughs> the topography pop up. No. The top pop up. The top pop up. It's like they tried to put pop up in the topography. Topography. Terplergingverse. Someone needs to stop pictures. Topography. 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 
Pop up top. Up yes. top pop up topography. Pop on pop up top top topography. Crocs in socks on Crocs in yeah. He sells socks too. Yes. He sews them. He sews them in his pastimes. He sews them in his pastimes. I will not buy them in a box though. I will not buy those socks and Crocs. Would you buy them from a fox? No, not that either. The Cartographer's name is Dr. Seuss, ironically. Oh, <laughs> no. What about with some locks? Uh, that is a PhD, not an MD, everybody. Mm, yes. It's a doctorate in cartography. <laughs> That's, he's not a surgeon. Actually, it's a doctorate in the liberal arts, and he took cartography as a minor. Okay. So, okay, yep. He took cartography yeah, as a how, kid? Uh, yeah. He Damn. took one cartography class when he was getting his, like, social sciences degree. <laughs> and he decided, you know what? This will be my fallback career. He doesn't, he doesn't make maps. He just sells them. He's they just are, like, you can bullshit maps. They're the ones you get for free when you drive into a new state and you oh, go to the little... No. And he just takes <laughs> The welcome centers, yeah, every time. The, he wrote at last on all of them I because he misread that it was supposed to be an atlas. <laughs> 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 It's Tingle, right? What a full yeah, character we've created. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and make a uh, character sheet for this guy. Yeah, so for sure. we're bringing him along on this adventure. <laughs> What's up? Like any question? Any? Any question? For like finding maps. I mean, he has an extensive amount of maps. If you want to. Yeah, we just pointedly ask him. Hey, we're looking for like we can get like Balefire can give a loose like. Uh, yeah. uh, idea of where he thinks we were, and sure. we can kind of cross-reference if you want one of us to make a check. Okay. But that's specific. I mean, we came here for one thing, is to find a map to a lost orb mining town. Okay. N- then check it. Uh, make it... Well, I will roll and see what How, how do you spell the name of this town again? Sorry. M-E-T-A-L. M-E-T-A-L. Where's the apostrophe? E. M E apostrophe T A L. Oh, you're being no. sarcastic when you said that. No, no, no. It's the it's the E with the comma to the it's top. Oh, okay. that's God's comma. Drew, Thank you. Yeah, I thought God's Drew was being Drew. <laughs> he is. Oh, so it's metal. Where's the Drew <laughs> is using an old map maker's name generator on the uh-huh. internet yeah. um, to come up with a name for this. But maps to the past. Boo. Mm. Yeah. Maps to the future. Maps would be that way you can that. feel. Oh, I like that one. That's like the tagline. <laughs> maps of the future. Ooh, it's like Ray's topography maps. Very colored ancient. Hmm? No, that, he was a stripper before he was a map maker, and that was his stripper name. <laughs> X vintage. Calvin, did you roll? Yeah, he rolled a four. He has no idea where it is. <sighs> um, no. The Let me talk to your wife or otherwise romantic partner. They're the ones that always know the goods. The cartographer, uh, ex- the cartographer tells you that there is older uh, dwarven ruins uh, out uh, outside of the city. Uh, doesn't know exactly where they are, but gives you a general direction of where you can go. So basically, closer to the border, but not crossing the border. Um, it would be I'm trying to visualize in my head uh, east of the city closer to Crocodar. Uh, he says, go eastward and follow along the border, and uh, that would be his best guess of the information that he's been provided. Um, he says it could be anywhere from uh, a day's walk to, you know, a, a four-day travel um, to the all the way to the shore. But he said east is definitely where he has been told uh, stuff has been uncovered before. Well, it seems like we need so. to go east. 
but right. it, it seems like it's a few days travel to get out that way. So. All right. Well, I think we need prepared. to go. Uh, Do we gamble and then sleep? Yeah, I, I think we should probably call it a night and uh, tomorrow get ready to go. So, okay. Orma, you have two questions. Uh, yes. Um, where do you know, like, general location of Leonin Prides kind of across the continent? Uh, yes, he says that he's come across um, a few uh, places where Leonin Prides were once seen. Um, but uh, any up-to-date information is uh, not readily available, given that he hasn't been in, uh, hasn't been outside the Brasslands for probably about a year and a half now. He's been traveling mostly in here. Uh, but last he saw, he met a, a Leonin tribe uh, not far from who uh, the Narrow Peaks is where he said he last saw. Excuse me, he last saw the uh, a tribe of. Play Onans. Okay. So. And then also, uh, regions of undead. Regions of undead? Yes. If that exists. Um. Uh, there is nowhere where there is a congregation of undead. Uh,. He hasn't heard any uh, kind of rumor. Oh my gosh, just unwrap it at this point. It's <laughs> you got yelled at this time. I was scared because I thought you looked right at me. I was like, all I'm doing, I'm just fiddling with my hands. It's like, no, it's just what sounds like a crackling fire just underneath the table. As I'm trying to pick it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the that's the information fire. you asked. No. Hold on. <laughs> Balefire um, just lost. Yeah, Balefire just starts to burn, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, sorry." Um, no, there is no concentration of undead that he is aware of in his travels. Okay, so, but he never. Uh, on that note, he never has like looked for concentrations of undead. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it's usually what, avoid that. What stuff. do you call a group of undead? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't know, Drew. What do you call a group of undead? I don't know. No, I, I'm. Just, oh, you were just asking. Yeah, I thought no, it was a joke. No, no, no. I was gonna be. I was really excited for some. Sort no, of... no, I'm good. I'm I mean, because a concentration of undead. Uh-huh. <laughs> it could be that. It's a graveyard. What's a group? Of, a graveyard. <laughs> a graveyard. Yeah, there's a yeah, concentration yeah, of undead. Yeah. No. yeah, it's a cold. There you go. All right, you guys have information. It's, this up. is on you guys. This is on you guys to, to Yeah, we're going to go. We're yeah. going to call it a night, and then probably tomorrow I think we're going to have to head east. The Narrow Peaks? Yeah. Make a history check. Oh, 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 I got it. What? No. A resurrection. Because this doesn't have to deal with faith. That's close. I was going to call it a boner march. This doesn't have to deal with faith. Man, that is so close. It does not, no. Well, you had a resurrection. A whole bunch of stiffs. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dang it! Why do I roll you? I... Six. Six. Um, you know where they are. Oh. They're in your doll. Okay. That's all you know. All <laughs> an undead boar. You made me so Just excited. I was like, oh, I know where they are. Yeah, you you know where they you know they're in your doll. In the general area. Yeah. Okay. That's about it. If you ever make a bar full of <laughs> oh. for undead, it's yes. it's a stiff joint. This is from Will. That's the name of a it. bar a stiff for joint. the undead yeah, specifically, or the maybe undead. with the theme of undead. Called the stiff joint. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's brilliant. Yeah, the stiff joint can be located at the bottom level of the coffin. Oh, 
Oh, that <laughs> one hurts a little good. more, but I like where you're going with I it. can't stop. But Someone cough, derailed cough, me. cough is just the name of the original proprietor. It's a dungeon K-O-F-F. call, but yeah. like when you guys need to stop and rest, you find the stiff joint, which is a, just a little pub in the dungeon that's just like... Oh my yeah, God. it's like how you fight sometimes. Yeah, it's like, like we serve all the adventurers that walk through here. Mm-hmm. It's like a little way no, station. No, what yep. if Khadiv Mudaza is like, yeah, I have all sorts of places set up all over. This isn't just like my next speakeasy pop up. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. a bird. It's just Amazing. a bird bath in the middle. Khadiv is of just Drew living out his dream of making bars everywhere he goes. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, Drew drop in is still. Toby, good story drop in. Do drop into the Drew drop in. It <laughs> sounds like you're midway through a stroke when you say Drew drop in. Do drop into the Drew Drew It sounds like me trying to talk right now. Yeah. So, you guys uh, make your way back to the silver chair uh, as the evening comes uh, not to an end, but begins to get darker. You can see that the the inn and the tavern and the adjacent area is full of individuals. Uh, the din of food and drink and games being played is pretty uh, prominent, but that is where you guys uh, are after you have gained your information and you can do whatever it is your heart desires. Probably right, gamble. Release. Yeah. I think the thought was to gamble. Sure. Gamble. Go right ahead. What, what games like are there? Uh, several games. <laughs> just give us one. You don't want to do that to us. I can definitely do that. There is. Give me just a second. <laughs> and this would be the perfect opportunity to bring in a new character. Who's at the table? Why is there a dwarf? Please. Holy shit. There's the dwarf at the table. Oh there can't, there can't be dwarfs at the table. Have you not heard any of the law here? They're not allowed to cross the border. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe this yeah, he just shows up. He's in disguise. You guys can't leave the damn town, so I can't bring him okay, in to cross the border. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're doing that tomorrow. Bro, that mm-hmm. perfect bar smells uh, there so is, peanut buttery. And there's a game called Jip being played. What? What? I was... I was talking to Ohiana. There's a game called Jit being played if you would like to participate in that one. A very simple game. It is a five gold piece buy-in and it's fairly straightforward. You roll 2d6 and if you get a 7 or 12, you win. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, uh, I'm going. I'm, I'm in. Cool. Yeah. I'm right. going to watch. So... I don't think I'm right. old enough. Can I... I'm, I'm I, I never gambled before. I'm just like over the entire table for cheaters. Yep, absolutely. I'll watch with them. I ain't gonna gamble. Okay. I'm getting ready for my She fight. does have a set of weighted dice. Can I use those and get advantage? Oh, yeah. You're looking out for the sneaky snake. I would say out. yes. You can have advantage on this roll to see yeah, but, if you can get but, but, the but our like, what is, what is my, uh, my man? I said... Um, there, is, there is another caveat to this. You can double your bet and roll a third d6 if you want to try to hit a 7 or 12 that way as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, can you drop one of your dice? Yeah, so it's any combination of 7 or 12. So, but it, you, again, it's just, it has to be 7 or 12. So, so you start with 2, and you can add a third one if you want. Hey, Liz got 7. I got 7 on Congratulations, you have earned uh, 1, 2, 3, 25 gold pieces for that Wait, what? Well, 20, because you but put that, do I, Did I lose money? I lost huh? five gold. Did you Oh, roll? I didn't roll yet. Yeah, you didn't roll. I lost five gold. Seven out. or twelve? Seven or twelve. And then I... I you can add one five. more for another five gold. Oh, damn. Did you get a six? I got a six. No. <laughs> you can add another dice. That's a perfect another five, one. Another five yeah. gold in there, because uh-huh. I'm quirky like that. Yeah, you can add a one. What catch? Damn it. Make a perception check with advantage. Uh, five. Ten. Ten. Not Ooh, enough. I almost freaking lose ten gold. That. 
freaking love truck. Zeph is looking for the sanctioned fight guy. You're Ooh. looking for oh, uh, Delmar. Hector, what is Hugo? his name? Hugo. Hugo, Hugo, yeah. Oh, that's oh, dog's name. Oh, I love dogs. 18? No. This um, is originally. Make a sleight of hand check for me. Ooh. Okay. I would say with advantage because you do have your weighted dice. I want to see if he catches you with his 18. You just have to roll above an 18 with your side of hand. You have advantage on us. And I give him guidance. Can most likely. Okay, give her guidance. No, I don't. That's a joke. Okay. Lucy doesn't know because. So just yeah. You, said I advantage? you do get advantage. Yep. I'm a. I'm a it's a nat 20. Roll <laughs> <laughs> again. See if you get. Yeah, okay. See if we got rolled. We live that in a world. But Lewis yeah, so it would have been a 28. Yeah, 28. Yeah, you're Just fine. Do I catch anyone else? Uh, no, not at this table. Okay. Uh, this table seems to be pretty straightforward. Again, it's a very simple game, so there doesn't seem to be a lot of like cheating that can occur, mm. uh, and nobody seems <laughs> to be. <laughs> Is your dude a narc? Nah, he's a shrug. <laughs> you don't really know ever moved that much. That much. You okay. get to know him if you ask questions. Ask anyone else doing anything before the night comes to party, its like end? No, I'm good. I'm no? Chilling. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. I learned my lesson. After gaining some gold and getting some drinks, food is brought, you guys can eat, and you can head to your rooms to get a rest for the night before you, I assume, mm-hmm. head out the following day yes. to begin your journey eastward to see if you can figure out where an old dwarven city is. And that is where we will end tonight's session and pick up next time with the continuation of the story from Metal City into the borderlands between... Borderlands? Well, yeah. Which one? Lands in between. The border in between. The lands. Anyhow. Until next time, thank you guys so much for playing. Thank you all for listening. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. listening to the Wild Magic School Bus. I hope you had as much fun listening as we do making this for you. You can catch new episodes each Monday on whatever podcast platform you use. And while you're there, leave a review if you want. It actually really helps us out. And we've got socials too. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Wild Magic Pod or on Reddit at r slash Wild Magic School Bus. Either way, stop by and say hello. We're always happy to meet new friends. See you next time. Something. It's like the Okay, he needs more to Thanks. go off. No, I I'm pretty sure you're warmed up already. There's Hello everybody line. and welcome to the Wild Magic School Bus, <laughs> the most unprofessional DD podcast you will ever hear, <laughs> as brought to you by Drew in that moment. Is it I, of course, that Drew just got fluffed? Yeah, probably. Okay. I of course am your DM uh count- Whoa, whoa! I just realized what you said. No, it's not canon. It's not canon. I will it's not canon. Yeah. I, I will tell I'm, you that I did not I'm find that satisfactory. <laughs> That's what we're calling fluffing. I am redacting that. That is not what happened. I got teased, maybe? Yeah. That's fair. Maybe just cut this. <laughs> got it. <laughs>
that's the end of the episode. There it is. There's the end of the episode right there. That's good. That's good. Are you itching for a good story? Laughter among friends, maybe even a mystery or two? Well, you're in luck. Fire Breathing Kittens is a standalone Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Each episode is a separate three-hour-long story, like a movie for your ears, so you can listen to these adventures in any order you like. So, join us on a real play D&D quest as we solve mysteries, attempt comedic banter, and enjoy friendship. Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. Fantasy, action, mystery, friendship. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.